We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Mornings on the game means more of the morning shift. Nice. (laughs) On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. This hour brought to you by Zero Res. Smart, lasting, clean. I don't know why this song always makes me laugh. We're really talking about the music today. That's because Day Day, I feel like Day Day, you've, I, 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 I really, you've surprised, not surprised me, I shouldn't say, because I'm well-rounded too. Yeah. <laughs> what? Sure. Oh, you're being serious? What? Man, talk about a lack of self-awareness. Whoa! whoa. I mean, <laughs> ridiculous Man, lack. Uh, you know it's funny. That's brutal. Whoa! Yeah. Well, excuse me. Yeah. I don't oh. listen. I don't oh, claim did to be we stutter? In what way am I not well-rounded? Ask me anything. Uh, who sings this song? Um, I know who it is. Pour some sugar on me. This is not. No, I'm gonna mess it up if I say it out loud. Okay. Yeah, don't say it out loud then. Miss Well-rounded. It's. it's <laughs> no, it's not no, Axl Rose. I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Still, I know I don't have to know the name of the people. I'm not saying you do. You said that. I know the song. Axel Rose? He's not even. He. he I mean, you, you could have said Guns and Roses. Look, I can tell you the deadliest bear. Still would have been wrong. I go to the woods with my dogs. I get dressed up and walk red carpets. What? Nature centric. But what other? I mean, I go lift weights. What do you. I, I have a guitar. Yeah. What do you. I mean, what, what do you want from me? Say, I played play saxophone growing up. <laughs> play guitar. Played piano. You know what? What more well-rounded do you need? Well, I could go to a dive bar. I could go to a yeah award ceremony. It, it, this all started with Day Day when you played that trash music yesterday, Nickelback. <laughs> which <laughs> let me tell you something. I walk in my I walk. Why in, are you slandering Nickelback? Because they're garbage. Stop. She's a hater. Stop. I walk into this my um. Nickelback. I walk into my tire place yesterday where I got my tires in over Dallas Tire, and immediately I get you did Dallas wrong. And I said, what do you mean? Well, you did Dallas wrong saying that, you know, that, uh, it's kind of place that Nickelback would be playing. <laughs> and I said, whoa. Yeah, their their antenna popped up up there yeah. at, at Dallas Tiger. Yeah, well, you know, I found out one thing yesterday, that Squid Nation is still alive oh. and thriving because there is a flag planned. We have, we have our own tire place in the nation because there Dallas Tire. Squid Nation flag. Dallas Tire <laughs> is solely – a Squid Nation 
tire place uh, because when I, I got out, I got my tire, I got my new shoes put on yesterday. Man, I forgot how good new tires feel on, on your on your ride. Do they do full service there? Because my dealership kind of is. Well, what do you need? Yeah, we can take care I of need, you. I, I'm overdue. Yeah, we can. We I can, might need. To, we might need, need, to, need to talk. We need, need to talk. Well, I don't think. You, I mean, I, well, I don't know if you want to. Look, we'll, we'll talk off the air, but I can get you. <laughs> but my guy, I, I got blasted for that, and then I got blasted by by Greg. By hey man, where's that W sauce at? You didn't bring me a bottle. So I got to give a shout out to Reagan and, and Greg and David and Carrie and all those guys up there for taking care. I was in and out quicker than Tiffany could get her hair done. Mm. Well, that was in yeah, fact that's not hard. it took a quarter of the time. I'm just still you know dumbfounded. Six hours to get your hair done. It's a process when I you're lifting color that, when you're adding like, color. How do like people who work normal jobs get that done? People go on the weekends, nine to five, and like weekends. you got to take a day off to get your hair done. Look. Yeah, you go on the weekends. I I can't. That's Man, why I go to. But I, I, well, you I mean, can now. I can now. I mean, you ain't got nothing going on. That's just crazy. no. But I mean, why not? If I'm done working here at, with with you clowns at nine, why not go make it an afternoon appointment? Well, maybe yeah. you should make it a little bit earlier. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. It was an, it was at noon. <laughs> yeah. Look, when I come in all glammed up, actually, I'll never come in here glammed up ever. Oh, you don't got you don't got to double down on that. I already know. I'm wearing my college. Uh, Track pants. Are, well, I mean, I don't, but we track, have a but hard soccer pants. The Adidas warm up pants again. We have a hard enough time getting you to, getting you just to wear clean pants in here. So much less <laughs> doll. Everything up. I have, I've done. I did complete overall laundry this week. Old so. dirty drawers, Blackman. You know what? All right. <laughs> You're so stupid. You're so ridiculous. <sighs> did I already do Zara's Dylan? Thanks. Okay. Gosh darn it. All right. Falcons. They confirm they've interviewed Jim. Harbaugh for their head coaching vacancy. Again, this was the seventh interview that they've conducted. We've rattled through the the scroll of names. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then reportedly they've requested to interview uh, Lions OC Ben Johnson, Lions DC Aaron Glenn, Rams DC Raheem Morris, and Texans OC Bobby Slowick. I just, uh, again, the, the question still comes out uh, eventually. Um, what what are you gathering after seven? You know what I mean? Like, I, it just seems like the, a lot of these answers you would think are just starting to blend together. What's your plan? Well, we're going to get a quarterback, and we're going to run this offense, and here's who I want as my DC, and uh, I'd love to have, you know, hopefully they're saying, I'd love to have Ryan Nielsen stay on board, and, uh, you know, we're going to draft like this. Well, you're like, also, you're also, you also want to see a cultural fit. I mean, you want to be around these guys and see if they fit, you know, what it is you want. And Jim Harbaugh is a guy – who, when you talk about his, you know, his, his worst, he never had a losing record in the NFL. In fact, his worst year was eight and eight, which was his final year. And there was uh, there was a lot of things going on between him and Trent Baalke, uh, if you remember that and how I, how it went down. But the guy was forty four and nineteen, and he made a Super Bowl. Good coach in, yeah, in his second year, he was able to take Colin Kaepernick and 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 and, and fit him into his syst- Harbaugh system. And he was a heck of a player when Jim Harbaugh was there. So you, you, you're, you're talking about all those things. But Harbaugh, he beats to his – marches his own beat. There is no doubt about that. So I think that's part of, you know, wanting to see how he would fit. The question that keeps popping up in my mind is what – because I, I think we'd be lucky to get Jim Harbaugh here, to, to be honest with you. I mean, I think that with all the, the head coaching openings and what he is and what his pedigree is at the NFL level, especially coming off a national title in college, he's going to have his options, right? He's – financially, definitely going to have his options. Uh, and then as far as fit goes, he's going to have his options as well. I, Like I said earlier, did not put him in my top five last week because I didn't think he's – I didn't see him being interested in Atlanta's job. 
Uh, maybe he is, and I think we'd be we'd be lucky to to have that situation play out. Um, but my question would be, if he is interested in Atlanta and he does choose Atlanta, what is it that Atlanta's offering him that some of these other places are not? And and you know that's that's going to be the conversation for me. Well, I think well to go back to the first stuff that you said, I, a part of the, I think all of this too is somebody wants to interview you, you go, right? For sure. And as a team, you probably want to leave no stone unturned. You just want to see what's out there, especially when you feel like you haven't, I don't know, maybe made the right, I don't want to say that, but maybe you feel like something was missing before or you wanted to try to be really thorough in the search because you want a guy that you feel like is going to be here for the long haul. Right. So maybe there's an element of that. As far as what um, Harbaugh could get coming with this team, we've talked about, um, offensively, how they have a number of weapons that would appeal uh, to an offensive-minded coach if you're bringing one in. And then there's also the possibility of being able to choose your own quarterback here. And I think that's the biggest thing in terms of when you're talking about Harbaugh being a program developer. Why not start from the ground up and get a yeah, – But what well, else – my question still stands, though. What else is he getting to choose? Because if, besides if, all that. if Right, because here, here's where I'm, here's here's why I go down this route in my head, right? If you're Arthur Blank and you're Rich McKay, and obviously, like I said, I think Jim Harbaugh is at the top of a lot of people's list, right? Not only in Atlanta for the Atlanta fan base, but other NFL fan bases and college fan bases and Michigan, obviously. <laughs> so if you're Arthur Smith and Rich McKay and you're sitting in this meeting and he goes, you know, I want to choose my own defense coordinator and I want final say in roster decisions. Well, final fifty-three. That I think they would give it to him. I, I think um, the, draft, the draft. Well, yeah. I think I think that's more. That's, but, that's yeah. more of a GM thing. I think I think now you can you tell the GM what you want, but he gets a final pick. What if Jim Harbaugh's plan was, or part of his proposal, or his pitch, or his process was? He's like, I already got my quarterback. I know who he is, and it's JJ McCarthy because he has was his guy in Michigan. I'm not necessarily saying I want that. I'm just saying, what if that? That's what you're thinking. Yeah, because. Obviously, he knows what he can get out of him. Um, I think I, I'm. I'm not. I think McCarthy has an upside, but I'm not sure if he's that guy. Uh, you know, I, I, this he he makes mistakes in big games, and the rest of the time he seems to be pretty good with the ball. But in the playoff games, he's throwing the ball in harm's way. It just feels to me like this is di- that the Harbaugh interview is different than some of the other ones. It feels like to me that Atlanta, in some ways, has to recruit Jim Harbaugh here because he has all these options. And, uh, and for most of the rest of these interviews that they have done or are going to do, it feels like they are having to talk Arthur and Rich McKay into it. Well, the, 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 the narrative nationally is they're having to do the same thing with Belichick and to talk him into why he should come here. There's a lot of – and I, the national – I feel like nationally this organization is covered completely wrong because – Maybe it's just being closer to it and having a better understanding of how things are or knowing the the players that are being reported on. But this, you know, there's this narrative that Mike Florio says that, well, if if Belichick comes here, McKay's out because they don't get along because they've disagreed on the competition committee. Um, But I I don't know if I believe that either. I, I would tell you that. I don't necessarily think that's happening no matter what. So I think that's why people bark up the wrong tree with that. I was trying to look up, you know, how much say he had within the 49ers organization and uh, personnel decisions. I haven't been able to. Well, that was the, that was the issue. And he also said that the 49ers left him. He did not. It wasn't like a mutual thing. If I remember that correctly, he and Trent Baalke, he and Trent Baalke disagreed on a lot. They did not have a good relationship. 
And basically, the Niners picked Balky over Harbaugh. If I'm not mistaking on that, that is how that went down. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm trying to think in my head. Um, how long ago was that? How long? Has Fourteen he been in was, was the last year. Was the last year. So yeah. he's been up there nine years. He's yeah. been in Michigan nine years. Yeah, I just like I, I think it honestly benefits him to move move around every nine years. To be quite honest with you, like, well, that's what I, I said just earlier. Think he's one of those people that I think Jim Harbaugh is, is a very unique individual, and I think that after nine years, you you. You might have run your course. Well, that's what I was saying earlier with everyone wants to talk about the Belichick might only be here three to five years. I'm not sure if Harbaugh's here longer than that. I just think that these guys, what makes them special at what they do is also what makes them wear thin on some. All right. Laser focus, you know, one goal in their mind. That's all you can think about. And, and you want it a certain way because you're dealing with it at the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. So. Let's keep talking NFL when we come back. Some uh, changes occurring on an NFC foe team. You guys will probably love talking about this. In particular, you, Bo, because I know this is your favorite team to face. <laughs> you love going to New Orleans. You love facing the Saints. <laughs> Not really. We'll tell you about the change to their coaching staff just ahead here on the Morning Shift on Sports Radio 19 on the game. <laughs> Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. That dial. This is the morning shift. All of them are really, really hot on Sports Radio 929 the game. It's time to huddle up. Bring it in close! Bring it in close! The latest NFL news, rumors, reports, and happenings within the huddle on the morning shift. with the In the Huddle podcast. Former offensive lineman Brian Baldinger and NFL insider Jason Lockenbora. Team up with the man who pulls no punches, Carl Dukes. They take you around the league and give you the inside scoop on the storylines that matter most and a deep dive on the matchups that determine who wins and who loses. New episodes every Tuesday and Friday. Follow In the Huddle on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. So we are talking NFL right now, and the Saints have fired offensive coordinator Pete 
Carmichael. They announced that move yesterday. Now, Carmichael was a senior offensive assistant. Oh, as well, uh, senior offensive assistant Bob uh, Bicknell, who uh, I cannot get through this. And also Cody Burns, the wide receivers coach. So all of those guys um, are on the outs now with the Saints. Carmichael came under heavy criticism for the inconsistent offense of the team in 2023. They finished. No. Cody Burns was their wide receiver coach. Yeah. No kidding. Did he play for Auburn? Yeah, he was a quarterback at one time for Auburn. They moved to, moved to wide receiver at a certain point. I didn't know he was down there. That's crazy. Good for him. Yeah. It, remember when, well, I say this, like, you know, you guys have been working with me for the last 10 years, but I remember when Peyton left and everyone said, oh, they'll be all right. They got Pete Carmichael. He he was, I there were people out there that tried to sell it that he was a big part of Peyton's success. Yes, he was there with him, but uh, he was a guy while Peyton was the guy with the Saints offense for years. He was there uh, since 2006 when he joined the staff, and he became the offensive coordinator in 2009. I think yeah. it would have been fair to assume that he learned some things along the way from Sean Payton I, I, if he's 10 years in the building with I, him. I, I agree, but but don't forget that Peyton was the guy that called plays there, not Pete Carmichael. So when Carmichael took over – it, I don't. I don't think it was the same. Now he also wasn't calling plays now, for Drew Brees anymore. That was twenty twenty one. He took over as yeah. a full time play caller. Yeah, which was, uh, yeah, well, following the twenty twenty one season. Yes, that was. And so the Dennis Allen era, because right. Allen's been there right. for twenty two and twenty three. But you know what? You also weren't calling plays for Drew Brees anymore. They still did a lot of the stuff they did with Taysom Hill that that Sean had done. But, uh, but there was a clear disconnect between Derek Carr. And the offense, uh, you know, even with, with is it, uh, Ruiz, uh, their center, they, them, mm-hmm. those two come off the field arguing. So this is the first step, though. Dennis Allen doesn't make the playoffs. You fire your court. You, your your team clearly doesn't what listen happened? to this you. Somebody's you fire your coordinators. It's the Doug Peterson, you know, Jacksonville thing all over again where Happy somebody's to got to B. go. Yep. You've got to fire somebody. <laughs> there's just something dysfunctional going on there right now. There's just there, 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 There's something dysfunctional about this entire situation. It all kind of points back to Dennis Allen, and I think this was the only thing – left to do other than let him go. And, and, and I'm not sure why they're honestly married to him still. Uh, if that's the, if, you know, we, we've talked a number of times and I was beside myself when it happened with the, you know, the quarterback, uh, you know, Neil, that wasn't the victory formation that wasn't. And they're, you know, them on the field saying, we're going to get him a touchdown. And Dennis Allen saying, Neil Fort, a number of people, former players in New Orleans have come out and said, there is just obviously a disconnect. Disconnect, yeah. And when you're not listening to what the head coach says and the head coach is comfortable coming out and saying it and saying, look, I told him, Neil, they didn't. And then back was so comfortable like, talking he to He was media. so matter he of fact. This. Yeah, we did, did you this. see the uh, – <laughs> I wasn't here the day to talk with you guys about it, and I was oh, like, oh, man. man. His, his follow-up, uh, and I can't remember if I sent it to both of y'all or who I sent it to yesterday, but I, I was watching it again yesterday. His follow-up of being like, I'm trying to be respectful. What'd you think of it? And the guy being like, "Well, respectfully, I, you know, I thought, thought it was, was wrong." <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's respectful. I'm just trying to be respectful. I appreciate you being respectful. And it just goes back and forth. And you're just like, "What is going on down in this freaking locker room right now?" That just, reporter was asked, like, it, took, it seemed like he took uh, it a little more. He was like, "Man, pers- I, 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 you asked me my opinion. I'm just telling you." And and Jameis just it, the look on Jameis's face. I have so much uh, trouble taking him seriously. Uh, I don't think <laughs> he, he expected. Up, I don't think Jameis expected the guy to say that back. So no, he was I think off. he asked him that he because said, so the you guy. Disagree with the whole I think team. the guy was. Yeah, I think but the guy I, was the the line of questioning to me. And I'm not being accusatory or anything like that. But it sounded like the guy was like, "I can't believe you guys like did this." That kind of was the tone 
I was taking from it, so I think Jameis was like, all right, what's your what's your opinion? That's what I think prompted that. I think that sometimes, question. yeah, but I think sometimes you expect guys to, to kind of back down a little bit, and when neither side was backing down, I don't think Jameis knew what to do. Jameis is a goof, man. was used like ten times back he, and forth like a tennis match. He is like a kid. And it's fun at times, and it's and it's annoying at times or frustrating at times. But Jameis is like a kid when when he does those things, which I think honestly has probably hurt him because that's probably because you know he doesn't change, and it's got to probably no, frustrate the, the coach. Room, what, like, I was gonna say most people. Yeah, the I've ever known that have been other guys love him, but how, how do you feel coaching somebody like that? That's and like, I think it's you know I always I wonder what would be the fallout from this, and clearly this is some of it, but it's not what I expected. Um, but, yeah, that's a problem when your team is going. How many times do you think Jameis Winston will be in a victory formation next year? <laughs> I mean, like, it, it could be. be I mean, they right might even there. have it. They might even send in their, their third stringer next year. If there's a game where Jameis has to start, they might be like, all right. Do the wild string, card. Taysom, go in there and, no. d- Taysom, well, they, go in there and kneel on it. Uh, let's have a wild card. Yeah, Taysom, wild card. Taysom, go in there and kneel on it, man. Well, I hope the Saints aren't in victory formation uh, a lot ever. But, you know. It'll be interesting to see, maybe once. Journalism, right? All right. Mike Tomlin told the Steelers players today that he plans to coach them in 2024. This was yesterday, of course. And so basically, as we saw after their loss uh, to the Bills, that they just kind of, well, he walked out of the press conference, but he was prompted with a question about his contract. And so... Look, I didn't get to give my thoughts on it uh, at the time. I don't I don't think it was necessarily the place for that. I don't know actually even the order in which that question fell in the other line of questions. I don't know if that was the first one. I don't I know he addressed the media in some sort of way. I think it then. was the very last. Like it sounded to me in the interview like they were going, Does anybody else have any other questions? And it was okay. like a three second pause and then it was like, Let me see if I can throw this one in there. So let me throw this. Okay. I, I feel better about it knowing it was at right. the end than yeah. right off the top. But I still think, I don't know, and it's probably having a different perspective of it. Like, he's a human being. They just coached the game. They just lost. Right. By the way, he's, he's getting still in there game with, mode. like, his he's heartbroken. What, second, third string, whatever quarterback, Mason Rudolph, who's been there forever. You don't have T.J. Watt there. And that's – just save it. Just save it for yeah. another time. And, by the way – uh, Tomlin saying that, yeah, he expects to be coaching his players. Well, his, co- his players have his back as well. I mentioned T.J. Watt. He's among them. I want to play for Mike T. It was huge in my contract. Talks is I don't want to play for anybody other than Mike T. You guys understand and see in the way that I talk about how much I respect and appreciate him as a coach, as a man, as a leader. That's my endorsement for him. It's a beautiful thing. That's a ringing endorsement from the NFL staff leader. It is funny, Tiff. I'm curious to get your take on it, too, because when, when I – first heard that line of questioning it was like i wonder how much that that reporter that journalist went back and forth of saying i'm gonna ask it no i'm not gonna ask and it. she no, has a not, relationship with tomlin uh, yeah maybe i'll ask it no i won't and then it was like does anybody have any more questions and it was like thousand one thousand two thousand three oh what about the country okay i'm out i'm gonna go to it like yeah. and she i mean uh, it's brooke Pryor, espn uh, when they were talking about on sports center they you know put her name out there too she's covered the steelers for a really long time so i know you know, obviously she said Mike, right? She's been covering the team for a minute. Um, and I, I I feel like even being on the outside, I, I know how Mike Tomlin would react to that question. So I just wonder, you know, being someone that actually covers them on the day-to-day, um, you know, why you would 
why maybe you thought you would get a different reaction other than right. that. But there's also, I guess, people. But it has to be asked. Journalism, it, yes, stuff just, like that has to be asked. I, it has to be asked. It's the same as asking Arthur Smith Are every week about what your job security, and, and and none of no one had a problem with Arthur Smith being asked from week seven on about his job security. It's the same thing because the question had to be asked. It was out there. Guys like Jay Glazer. I heard Peter King talk about this yesterday, uh, and he was saying that you know when Jay Glazer reports something, that's a trusted guy. When he reports that you're thinking about doing something, that's a guy that Mike Tomlin apparently has a relationship with. So when that comes out, it's now out there. There, it's not just out of nowhere that it came that he might want to step away. So it, it's just, if we can ask coaches about being fired, we can ask him about stepping away, right? I mean, I don't see, I, I don't, I don't understand I don't why think, that's a big no, deal. I don't. I again, I don't. I I've told you guys, I'm not a fan of the. Hey, are you gonna? I'm not either. Keep your job, kind of questions, and I get that that stuff. Yeah, has to be asked. I think, and also in in when like Arthur Smith, right? They wanted to maybe ask those questions after that game because you know you're not gonna, you're probably not gonna get him again, right? There's a chance you may not right. get him again. Um, there was only the rare incident that. You know, I, 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 I did it. I sat down with Rivera after he was let go in Carolina. And I don't think you usually get those um, opportunities to go ask the coach unless you have a relationship and you're a writer. They're usually not on camera after the fallout. Yeah. So you kind of have to ask it in those situations. And that's the only thing that I'd push back on Cameron Hayward, who was like, I don't know any other coach that has to answer those questions. Well, every no, coach, they, they all every, have. every coach answers. And a lot of times it's more, it's, it's not, are you stepping away on your own? It's, are you getting fired? How and do you feel about it? And also recognizing the fact that he's what, is he the longest tenure coach now? Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. So 17 you years. You also have to recognize seasons. that fact that it's a relevant question with, how long he's been a part of that. There's also been the contract thing where he's never gotten under two years left on his contract before he got extended. And now he's got one year left on a contract. And I think that's a big sticking point for a lot of people too, that are asking questions. Yeah. So, So. all right, when we come back here, we will hit a mic'd up. But first this hour brought to you by zero res smart lasting clean. What you got Mike? Uh, It's the Wednesday wraparound version. We got a lot of stuff about NFL playoffs, uh, Detroit lions tickets. Absolutely insane right now. Also, some stuff coming out uh, about the Colorado Buffaloes coaching staff. Maybe Dion having a difference of opinion with the higher-ups at Colorado. We'll cover that on the midweek wraparound version of Mike Up. Coming up on the other side, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. It's time to rant. Excuse me? It's time to rage. It's time for Mike Up. On the morning shift. Welcome back in. It's the morning shift. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. Mike, Tiff, Bo. It's the midweek wraparound version of Mike Up, man. So hit some of these stories that maybe you heard, maybe you didn't hear, maybe some of the craziness. Um, talking to Rusty Menzel a minute ago, I, I, was just, I was having flashbacks. Man, my kids hate me right now. Uh, and this is way off topic because it's not part of the Wednesday wraparound. But, God, my kids hate me right now. They want mommy so bad. I'm, ha- I'm having, a, having a hard time coming to grips. So I was trying to get some, well, some insight from Rusty. <laughs> Like, my kids just, like, they want nothing to do with me at nighttime. And I think it's because it's like he was saying, they know, like, it, it's all business with Dad at, at bedtime. Like, here's your freaking milk. We're going to read you a book, and it's and, and dad, Dad's leaving. But uh, so last night, my kids, my daughter spent, like, 30 minutes screaming at me, it felt like, because she wanted Mommy to put her to sleep. And then if I go into leave there and go into my son's room, uh, it's a little bit the same. So Rusty trying to make me feel a little bit better. I appreciate that. You hang out with your dog? 
Uh, yeah, I actually took him for a walk he like, last <laughs> night, and it was like 10 degrees out. My hands were, were numb uh, because I'm holding the leash, and I had a glove, and then my wife's texting me. She's like, you, you know, I don't know, trying to get the kids to sleep. But that was, uh, yeah, I hung out with the dog last night. So I left. I had, to leave my, I had to leave my daughter crying in the crib last night. It was a sad thing. Sad thing. I just left her there. I was like, hey, just mute the monitor because I'm not going back in there. I'm not, <laughs> not doing it. She can just cry herself to sleep. All right, uh, let's look at some of these midweek wraparound topics. Juju Lewis, Carrollton High School. Uh, is or was headed into his junior year next season. If you guys remember, number one player in the country for the class of 2026 now has reclassified to 2025. He is committed to USC. This upcoming season will now be his last at Carrollton High School. I, I, I'm i excited for him, and I'm excited for his future. I hate this for him as a person, though. He's going to miss. Like I, I hated it when people started early enrolling because you're missing prom, you're missing all the other stuff at the yeah. end of your uh, your senior year that obviously uh, I valued and cherished at the time, but it's it's not only it's not only half the year now. It's some of these guys are just straight up. I think Ryan Williams is a, another guy out there just straight up skipping their senior season, saying this is going to be my last one coming up and I'm moving on. So yeah, I don't get it. I mean, grow up. I mean, you know, not grow up like that. Like enjoy growing up. Like yeah. enjoy. Yeah. You know, what's the rush to grow up and and be and because what look 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 what happens if he doesn't. I get it. You get in the pros early. You get a little extra money. You get NIL money. But what happens if some none of that pans out? And then you've just started this work, this 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 part of life that is not fun. The college is supposed to be fun, but it's is it fun when you're being paid to play college football and it's you're and it's it's more of a job because that's what it is. Right. So for I guess for what I'm for me it's. Take time and enjoy things. Don't be in a rush to grow up because it's not – it sucks. <laughs> I mean, right? like you, you you get older, you have kids, and they don't want they you to put them in bed and they scream at you. Freaking face. Or, you know, you got to go spend a couple of grand on a pair of tires. You, you know, it, it just it – just, it gets real quick. Yeah. So enjoy it while you can. He probably sees Caleb Williams in that penthouse out there in L.A. with his, uh, you know, Lambo or whatever it is, and he's like, "Oh, that's me next I'm year." I'm having fun as yeah. an adult. But yeah. Are okay. you? Yeah, but yeah. you're not really an adult. You're just like a kid, kid in an adult's body. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no response. I'm just letting Mike uh, get back to business. Here. <laughs> no, I, I, I was trying to think of a response, too, but I'm like, man, I'm going to let Tiffany handle that one. I just didn't feel like it. Uh, look, uh, we got to talk about the Detroit Lions game uh, this weekend. Two topics around this one. Detroit Lions and Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Detroit. Tickets right now. The most expensive ticket in the Detroit. playoffs. Uh, it looks like it's $1,100, according to Tick Pick, uh, the average ticket price on the secondary market to get into the Buccaneers-Lions game this weekend. Almost 1200 bucks. Well, good thing it's not outdoors. That is like a... <laughs> That's that's more expensive than like national title game or whatever it is. Twelve hundred. Uh, some of the things going on. Yeah, twelve hundred. That's the average ticket price in the secondary market. Twelve hundred dollars. So Man. people in Detroit, obviously, very Not, thirsty. Well, yeah, very well, thirsty for this. Yes, but I feel like because it's Detroit and it's a city that's been through a lot. Like I don't know. I feel like it should not be that much. Well, it's secondary market. It's not. Secondary, it's not like they're. Okay. It's not like the teams charging in those prices. That's what uh, it's but going. That's for. still wild. Right. 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 Uh, listen, I've sold tickets before to national championship or whatever it is for way more than that. Uh, but that's the average ticket price. Uh, so it just it still blows my mind. Speaking of this game, and to Bo's point, uh, Todd Bowles yesterday <laughs> went into this presser, and uh, he was asked a question that didn't quite make a lot of sense. All right, we'll get to that sound in just a second. Uh, Todd Bowles uh, in that presser yesterday, he's being he's being asked about uh, the situation surrounding the upcoming game, and 
kind of his thoughts on the preparation. I can't wait for y'all to hear the sound, man, because it, I had it, my uh, thoughts on it. It's was... so it's so brutal to to listen to this entire setup and and some of the things going on with it, man. But we'll get to that in just a second. But uh, yeah, twelve hundred bucks on the secondary market right now, according to TickPick.com. I can't think of anything that I would personally play uh, pay twelve hundred bucks for to get mm-hmm. into. Um, right. Like I said, I've sold tickets for that much. I've sold tickets for more than that. I would never pay. Yeah, no, no. Not for a concert, think, is there nothing. anything that I would pay that much to get into? Maybe if um, you told me I could go back in time and see the like the original Led Zeppelin in concert in the seventies, maybe. I try to have a guy bucks. everywhere. Yeah, what? Yeah, a guy for that? A guy, yeah, a guy like every, like a call. Not that kind of guy. I don't think you like, know how that sounded. I try to have a guy pimpin'. everywhere. No, no. <laughs> Tiffany shows up to the city and she's like, "All right, text so and so." All right, uh, all right. Let's see if we can get Shut that uh, that Todd Bowles sound real quick. Uh, looking forward towards um, Detroit. Um, the weather has been a factor in some of the playoff games, even for the most prepared teams. Uh, today, it's uh, 13 in uh, Detroit, which doesn't compare to some of the temperatures we've seen it up to. Any special plans to acclimate the team to not only uh, endure, but perform in those kind of frigid temperatures should you face them in Detroit? You do know we play indoors, right? They got a dome. I don't um, no, nothing planned. We're, we're indoors, and we only have to be outside for 20 seconds getting off the bus, going under the thing, so we'll be okay. <laughs> okay. I want to give you my take. I want to give you my take. The whole 20-second thing for the bus. Oh, my God, that's so brutal. And it's not so like this brutal. is the first time that has happened in general, but, okay, there's, like, a lot going on here. First, I will say Todd Bowles, and I know you can see the expression there, but he is hilarious. He's a really sneaky, funny guy and kind of, like, silly. So I can imagine him trying to hold it together, or I can see him trying to hold it together up at the podium. He's biting his lip. Yes. Yeah. The next thing is that comes into play, and I hate people who want to say, oh, it's a woman or whatever. No, this sounds like, and I hope that I, I, maybe I'm wrong, it sounds like it was a news reporter. So when things like this happen with your team in your area. As opposed to a sports. Yes, uh, not sports, 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 sports. Yeah, right. Because local news will like to like blow this out of the water to the right. point where it's like not just sports people are coming get, covering it let's make it bigger and have like i don't know sandy parsons like the local like news reporter that's right. always out in the yeah. street she's gonna go do the sports story so that's what that sounds like to me that's probably brenda haywood or something i don't know and, and she does hard news stories but today she's covering those lions and she's gonna come with the hard-hitting covering. facts about it being in detroit so that's my take on it i could be wrong but Brenda Haywood covering the top just, stories at Tampa on 7. Yeah, um, I would say one thing. Todd Bowles gave her a lot there because I'm, he al- I'm so almost nice. – Because as a, as, a, as a person that's been on a visiting team bus pulling in that stand this year, I'm like 95% positive the buses there pull inside the stadium. Yeah. yeah. I'm almost – I think you're right. I'm pretty positive that we get out inside. Now it's still you go underneath. it's cold, yeah. Yes. Because he, some stadiums you, might you not don't even remember that honestly. Some stadiums you don't. Sometimes you get off and you walk inside. Right. But a lot of the newer stadiums you pull into the loading dock, and I'm pretty sure that's one of them. All right, we got to get to this last uh, story before we uh, hit the break. Uh, this has been talked about for a number of months right now, um, and I want to make sure I give uh, credit when it's due. All right, so Brent Schrodenbauer from USA Today was asking. Colorado and has reached out to Colorado about their hiring of Warren Sapp as an assistant coach. Well, the Colorado spokesman yesterday answered him by saying there have been no conversations about hiring Warren Sapp as an assistant coach. Dion has come out twice. He actually said this on the Rich Eisen show a couple of weeks ago, and he's like, so excited to get to see him every day. 
be part of the staff, and be part of what we have going on. Well, the problem is, is that Warren Sapp has had issues in the past with domestic violence. Colorado themselves and their administration have also have, uh, have had issues with domestic violence. So it doesn't seem like this is a, uh, a marriage that uh, would be a good one for anybody. But Dion and Warren Sapp obviously seem to want to push this down the road. Doesn't seem like there's a meeting of the minds right now out in Colorado. I'll be curious to see how this one ends up because Colorado doesn't want that black eye right now. And uh, it seems like Deion Sanders wants to bring his friend on board. So I'll be curious to kind of stay plugged into that because it doesn't seem like um, doesn't seem like that uh, Sap, uh, quote unquote, Deion's dear friend is in the immediate plans for Colorado. Right no, now. and so, and like I, I get people can change. I'll say yes. that, but but also if you have um, a record or whatever you have uh, with. I guess a history of stuff like right, this. Right. You're not going to get a, a job. It's going to be hard to get a job anywhere. Right. 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 So let alone being around young, multiple uh, kids, young men, it definitely the university has a reason to be. I guess questioning. I just it. I remember watching this on the Rich Eisen show, and Rich Eisen just point blank asked him. He said, "Is he going to join your staff? Is that going to happen?" And Dion's reply was, "It better happen." And I, I just remember thinking, "Man, that is like you're just putting it way out there right now." So. Both sides kind of backed into a corner. You can tell Colorado is kind of walking that line and saying, boy, we love Dion. But that's man. like a school policy, like a, yeah. a, a policy yeah. Yeah. right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Especially with their history. I think it was six or seven years ago. It was like the chancellor got in trouble for cover-ups over there and all kinds of stuff. So it's not something they want to uh, introduce over there. So I'll be curious to see how that one kind of pans out because um, both sides kind of stand put on that. Anyways, that's wraparound. All right, you can weigh in on the wraparound or anything else we've been talking about this morning, like the Atlanta Falcons coaching search and Jim Harbaugh. Do you think he is a good fit here for the Falcons? Call us at 404-726-0929. This is the morning shift on Sports Radio 1990 Game. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.